For a limited time, you can get a one-month VSIN Pro subscription that takes you through the big games for just $9.99. You'll get access to their 24-7 channel, all their big game betting guides, pro betting tips, and more, all for less than 10 bucks. All you got to do is visit vsin.com for more. And if you listen to the show, you know what vsin is, but just in case, it is the sports betting network, the first 24-7 broadcast network dedicated exclusively to sports betting. And joining me now, betting analyst and host at vsin, it is Josh Applebaum. Josh, thanks so much for joining the show today. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. It's a uh, it's gonna be great here to talk. I think a few different sports on TSN today. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna spin the wheel unless we're talking to former NFL quarterback Sean King. We don't talk hockey with many of the Vison employees, but uh, we're gonna break that rule today. And I totally forgot. Bad on me. I was doing a little prep. Bruins at Tampa. And, like, the money line is basically even all over the place. Um, the, the Bruins are never going to lose a game again. The Lightning are always going to scare Maple Leaf fans. When you see this game, do you, have an, uh, do you have a lean either way on this, or is this strictly a put the money away and just watch it? So I'm excited to sweat this game. I'm on the Bruins in this game. So a couple reasons. You've talked about it. Uh, Bruins have been unbelievable this year, 38-5-4, looking to challenge the you know, or actually, you know, take over as the greatest regular season in the history of the NHL. That's how incredible they've been. Now, as a betting uh, angle here for the Bruins, think of it this way. If you would bet 100 bucks on the Bruins every game this year, you'd be up almost $1,500. That's how profitable Jesus. they've been. And even better, actually, if you take the puck line, which is your, your spread, your minus one and a half to win by two goals or more at a better payout. So just from the standpoint of look at the odds, I mean, it's incredible. This is almost a pick game. You know, you're seeing the Bruins as a slight favorite, minus 115 across the market. Bruins are constantly laying, you know, minus 200, minus 300, these huge numbers here. So just from a value standpoint, getting the best team in hockey, maybe the best regular season team of all time at pretty much a pick type number, I can't really pass that up. Uh, we have seen some line movement toward Boston. When I'm betting hockey, guys, you know, to me, I look at a lot of line movement. I was, I'm also a contrarian better, but I bet quite a bit of chalk, a lot of favorites in hockey. You tend to see favorites do pretty well. Um, especially with line movement in their favor because, you know, you, hockey's huge. I'm in Boston. You know, it's, hot, it's huge in our region. It's huge in Canada where you guys are. But overall, compared to the other sports, it's not as heavily bet. So I don't really look at percentages, but line moves are important because line moves are driven by respected bettors who know hockey, who set their own numbers, who play uh, the, their advantage or discrepancy over the book. So what I'm getting at here is Bruins have a line move. A lot of these books open. Uh, Tampa Bay, a short favorite, like minus 115 at home. Now it's flipped to Bruins around a minus-115 favorite. So that's a system I love, a dog-to-fave line move when you flip that designation of who should win. Also, road favorites off a win. That's been a really good system this year. The Bruins would match here tonight. Those teams are 104 and 56, 65%, almost a 6% ROI. Uh, Linus Olmark, uh, you had Swayman play last game, so Olmark was the favorite to win the Vezina. I think he's around like plus-150 now. He's rested, ready to go. And Boston is 5-0, and their last five against Tampa. So... If I lose on the Bees tonight, you know, so be it. You're in a tough environment in Tampa. But there's no way I can lay off the Bruins at this price and then, you know, watch them win this game and say, why didn't I get down? So give me the Bruins here, guys, around minus 110, minus 115. Yeah, I, on, on FanDuel, I'm seeing it minus 113. But, you know, you're right. That's a, where the range is. By the way, how crazy. Here's how good Boston is. Tampa is at home. Andre Vasilevsky is healthy and in net tonight. And on the money line, Tampa is only minus 106. That in and of itself is a tip of the cap to how dominant the Bruins have been. 
Yeah, it's really incredible. And, you know, if you look at it the other way, it's like, I get it. You want to take Tampa tonight. You know, it's pretty much a pick and play. You're at home. Home ice is something that I put quite a bit of stock into. Obviously, if you're a good coach, you can match up and get the last ice change. But to me, it's kind of what you said. It speaks to how uh, incredible the Bruins have been and the respect of Boston that, you know, you can go to Tampa and be a slight favorite in this game. So the fact that they've done so well head-to-head against Tampa, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a Bruins fan for life. And, you know, I, I used to really struggle going down to Tampa, but they've had their number recently. Again, 5-0 and the last five. Uh, also, you look at Tampa, they're just 1-7 as a dog this year. Bruins are 31-6 and as a favorite. Much better uh, uh, penalty kill here, almost 87% versus 80%. So give me Boston, guys. Uh, I think it's a good spot to get the best team in hockey at a pretty low rate, uh, pretty low price here. Let's move over and again joined by Josh Apple, uh, Applebaum from uh, Veasan. Um, the Leafs, from a betting perspective, how do you view the Leafs? They they're kind of like the Cowboys. They're this public team that I feel gets more love than they deserve. Or is that just because I'm t- too close to it? Are they properly rated? When I when I see them on the money line and puck line, I'm sometimes wondering, minus 295, what the hell's going on here? But how do you view the Maple Leafs from a betting perspective? Yeah, Maple Leafs are a team that I've bet quite a few uh, times this year. You know, I think one thing you look at is um, some totals here with the Leafs. Like, you're right. You know, on the money line, there are some pretty good numbers here. Like, if you look at um, – or pretty high numbers, I should say. You look at them last night, I mean, they were minus one. I think they were minus 150-ish against uh, the New York Rangers, you know, had to uh, you know, kind of uh, sweat that thing out late to win 3-2. to two. To me with the Leafs, though, the one thing I worry about them is when they're a big favorite, they don't cover all the time. Like, when I like them in the, you know, sub-minus 200 range. Like, if you're getting them, you know, minus 150, minus 160. But they've given up a, quite a few bad losses when they're, like, favored by minus 200 or more. Or they're a huge oh, number, yeah. minus 300. So, to me, if you can get the Leafs on a decent price, um, they have been a great team as a favorite. Also at home, that's a big thing. They're 19-3-4 at home. They've been one of the best home teams in the NHL. So they score a lot. Yeah, you look at some totals here. I, I've seen quite a few Leafs games go over. Obviously, last night wasn't a good example. But I like Toronto. I, I think they have a good good team here. There's a great Bruins-Toronto game. Uh, what was it, last week? That was an epic sweat. Uh, Bruins uh, kind of eked that thing out. But, yeah, I respect the Leafs. I just would be wary of laying big prices with them. To me, they're a bet on if they're at home, and they're less than minus 200. Because this is the NHL and favorites never win in the playoffs or the opposite of the NBA, the Bruins, of course, will lose in the first round after they win the President's <laughs> Cup because that's what happens. And maybe I'm just trying to manifest itself as an angry Leaf fan. Uh, but I'm curious, if we get rid of you know the, the Boston, the Tampa, and the Maple Leafs for this, are there any NHL future bets that you like? And there's two that I kind of circled. The Penguins, 19 to 1 to win the cup, sort of has that, uh, last, last ride with all the stars kind of vibe to it. Uh, Chris Letang returned the other night and had two goals as Pittsburgh defeated the Florida Panthers, who are 33 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. Um, you can shame me for throwing those two names out there and uh, replace it with if there's one, uh, if there's another sort of NHL futures bet that you really like. So I'm not going to shame you on that one. Penguins, Crosby, Malkin, you know, I'm not going to bet against the Pens here. I, I would just say a couple teams that kind of caught my eye. Uh, the Devils are plus 1,600. This is a team that uh, has a pretty good mix of, you know, young players and Jack Hughes with some good veterans, and they're getting really good goaltending, good coaching here. So at plus 1,600, you know, that could be worth a look. Another one I'll throw at you, I don't know if they'll win the Cup, probably not, but the Seattle Kraken, they're plus 2,800. Uh, Kraken came to Boston maybe two weeks ago and beat the Bruins, and no one beats the Bruins you know, at the TD Garden, and I was really impressed. They have a really big defense core. 
Uh, obviously, they you know struggled their first year as an expansion team, but starting to really put it together. So to me, with futures right now, the Bruins are plus four fifty. By the way, we're about to go legal in Boston or in Massachusetts. Yeah, about to have legalized betting. So if you want to meet me at the Encore, I, you know, just for fun, I got to uh, play a, a futures here on the Bruins at plus four fifty. Um, but I think if you're looking down the list for value, Penguins make sense. Uh, Devils make sense. Kraken are plus twenty eight hundred. Uh, but I would also keep an eye on Carolina. They're plus 800, third best odds. If there's one team in the East that could give the Bruins some fits, Carolina might fit that bill. And again, keep an eye out for the trade deadline. I would bookmark the odds right now. You know, do you see Bo Horvat get traded? Do you see any of these big moves across the market that you're hearing about? That could really affect the futures prices. You might want to get out ahead of these plays before you know a team makes a big trade and maybe their odds get adjusted quite a bit. Speaking of odds getting adjusted, this is a perfect radio segue to the <laughs> AFC Championship game. Uh, how much fun has it been tracking um, how Patrick Mahomes looks walking six feet to the line <laughs> that keeps moving between the Chiefs are the favorite, the Bengals are the favorite, now the Chiefs are the favorite again? So you're exactly right. This has been fascinating from just a back-and-forth perspective. And, you know, this in betting, it's all about not just who you like, but what number you get and when you place your bet. So, Perfect example here. This thing has been all over the place. You had Kansas City open as high as a minus three favorite at home early. Maybe that's a bit high. I think more openers are around like minus one, minus two. But immediately with questions about Mahomes and his ankle, smart money hammered Cincinnati early. They flipped Cincy all the way to minus three, minus two and a half. And then we're kind of saying, okay, big move to Cincy, but we need clarity on Mahomes' ankle. And you are hearing uh, Andy Reid went on Tom Brady's podcast. He said, Mahomes is looking good. He should be able to play. Now you're, uh, it's almost like Spygate. I'm a Patriots fan. Someone's got cameras that, uh, at practice and they're showing Mahomes moving around pretty good. And you've seen a huge buyback here on KC. KC is now back to a minus one favorite at home. So the fact that this is so back and forth, to me, I would look to see if KC gets to minus one and a half. I'd be looking at Cincinnati in a teaser here. Teaser, uh, you can basically adjust the line uh, in your direction one way or the other to get a better price. It's kind of like a parlay, but uh, obviously you need all the legs to win. What I'm getting at is if you can get this number at KC minus one and a half and then basically tease up Cincinnati plus one and a half to plus seven and a half, I think that's a pretty good angle to back Cincinnati here. Whether they uh, win or lose, you know, based on the line, that's almost a pick em. Odds makers are predicting uh, a pretty close game. And I would look to maybe pair that up with San Fran in the teaser. Uh, San Francisco is plus two and a half at Philly. You take them up to plus eight and a half. I think, you know, you have seen chalk do very well when you get to the, uh, the title games here. Uh, the favorites tend to do very well straight up. The favorites in the AFC NFC championship game last, um, five years or, uh, sorry, the last decade or so, they're 26 and 12, 68%. So to me, it's a teaser opportunity. And again, do you see good, more good news on Mahomes? This line might move further in their direction. But really, as a uh, guy who likes to look at the odds, it's very rare you see such back-and-forth movement. And obviously, with so much money on the line, the books really need to get this number right. I love the Eagles to easily win and cover. Fair statement or a heaping dose of recency bias? Ooh, that one. So here's what I will say about Philly. Philly did see the line move in their favor. The Eagles opened uh, minus one and a half at home. They got immediately bet up to now minus two and a half. What's notable to me is the Eagles are a very popular bet. They're getting around 70% of bets across the market. Now, the stat I just gave you, those home teams, uh, or in particular the, the home favorites, are 23-9 and nine, uh, straight up over the last uh, couple decades here, 71%. So 
So just winning the game, Philly. Like, I'd look at them maybe on the money line if you want to back them, minus 145. Uh, however, the one thing that's notable to me is Philly is such a popular bet. Again, getting 70% of bets or more. But they really, the books don't want to go to minus three. Like, they're minus two and a half, Philly, minus 115 with the juice. That's what we kind of call being juiced up, where you have heavy juice in your side. It's telling you that they're making you pay a high price on Philly minus two and a half, but they're kind of reluctant to go to three because that's your most common key number in football. Uh, most common method of scoring is the field goal. Most common margin of victory is three. So whenever you're on or around a key number, to me it's, you know, do you go through the key number? Do you hit the key number? Is there buyback? It looks like Philly, and I, what I'm getting at is, you know, I do like Philly here on the money line, but to me, why you're looking at San Fran is maybe teasing them up is the fact that everyone's betting Philly, but the books won't go to minus three. That tells me they're a little wary of giving out the plus three to San Fran. So uh, not a crazy idea at all. I mean, Philly is in a good spot here. Uh, just from a very popular bet, I think San Fran could provide some value in a teaser. Josh, really appreciate it. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. And remember, go to vsin.com, V-S-I-N.com, to find all the shows, personalities, a lot of them you hear on this show. All the best, Josh, and uh, enjoy the weekend. And enjoy a hell of a hockey game tonight between the Bruins <laughs> and the Lightning. Oh, I cannot wait, guys. It's going to be a great sweat. Thanks so much for having me on today. Absolutely. Take care. That is Josh Applebaum from VSIN.